Hey, this is Sarah from the One Life Podcast, and I'm going to give you guys a heads up that we did have a few technical difficulties in the episode that you're about to hear. Nothing that's going to take away from the great content that we're going to learn about the Unsettled Collective and Uncharted International from Emily Luttrell and Noah Gray. But about 16 or 17 minutes in, if you're watching this podcast, we did lose our video feed, and there are a few audio hiccups that make the sentences seem a little bit off, but ultimately the content is there, and it's a great opportunity for us to share some great things going on with Unsettled Collective. Hello, welcome to episode 38 of the One Life Church podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things we think can relate to you and your one and only life. My name is Sarah, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts and our lead pastor, Brett Nicholson. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Pretty it's good. good to see you. It's been a long, uh, from our end, it's been a long yeah. time since we've done this, so I'm, I'm really, truly glad to be here. We got to pre-record a few, which was nice to give a little break around yeah, the holiday, and very, uh, very nice. it was good. And yeah. you carried all of that. I did none of it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it was fun. It was fun to edit some of those, especially when being able to split up some of those that were really good and split up the conversation to two parts and see a lot of value mm-hmm. in that, so it's definitely fun. Um, and today, we are excited to be joined by some friends, Emily Luttrell and Noah Gray. What's going on, guys? Hey. How's it going? Yeah. It's good to be here, Sarah. Is it? It's great. Emily's so excited <laughs> to be on the podcast. And um, they are going to be on here talking about the Unsettled Collective, and we'll talk a little bit more about what that is, but I want to just get to know you guys a little bit first. Emily, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, I'm from Evansville. I grew up in Newberry Chandler area. You went to school and came back. Um, I gone to One Life East for, well, One Life for seven years, I guess, since I've been back from school. And part of a worship team on the tech team and help out with student worship team, help out with some of the art shows, film stuff. It's fine. Whoops. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. Like did that, yeah. did she say something that <laughs> no, you know, like, qualified? Oh, no. yeah, For okay. everyone wondering what just happened, cause you probably can't hear it. My computer made a noise <laughs> like, right. Oh, it's done. Like it's a toaster or something. So yeah, I thought Emily said something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a button to let Slime is going to yeah. come over my chair now. now and Emily, like, you, you were an intern for uh, oh, I one was. life at one I time. I forgot I about that. Did you just block that out of your memory? Is it good? Well, she was fresh out of school, gave her her launch. I was still in school. Really? Yeah. You're still in school. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I did an internship and a lot of it was actually writing devotional content. Really? For a website that we made. See, there you go. Yeah. That's right. We gave you your start. Is That's it right. still on our website? That. It is not. <laughs> I'll have to did talk to whoever's in charge of that. I think it might still be me, actually. Really? So, no. Oh, I don't it's know. a separate website. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to find it. <laughs> the mystery we'll find. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been a part of One Life for a long time. Um, and now I work at Uncharted doing uh, communication stuff with Noah. And most of my role there is kind of creating and managing the Unsettled Collective. Cool. Which we will find out more here soon. Mm-hmm. But Noah, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, I'm from Evansville. I went to school at Ball State, came back, worked sort of in the financial uh, sector for a little while. And then I'm now the director of communications at Uncharted. Um, I work with Emily on a lot of things. Um and I kind of just manage the overall um, communications plan and, and stuff for Uncharted. I'm also uh, one of the worship leaders at One Life East. So been kind of around the One Life orbit for, I don't know, a little while. <laughs> Seven years, but probably Did you come at the that. very beginning? Were you here at 101010? I wasn't here at 101010. I was in, uh, I was at school. Oh, okay. But I did, uh, when I would come back. I was I would come to One Life. Oh, okay, but um, yeah. not here on the day, right? But you were here s- 
pretty much from the beginning. Kind of so. around people. So, so we can take credit for yeah. giving you <laughs> your start yeah. as well. Okay, that's Whatever what works. Keep yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Emily and Noah and I worked on a few films together, uh, one life we films did. for projects and uh, it was always fun, kind of just figuring out. I didn't know what I was doing. I'll be honest. That's like what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. We were always just like, okay, I'll go grab that think, and set that up. I don't think so. anybody did. I think we were all faking it and like, <laughs> I don't know how this one's going to turn end, out. At the end, we had a film. So. I was, did. I was I sure Noah knew what he was doing because he had like the boom mic and headphones. He had a boom and, mic. Yeah. When you put gear on, <laughs> it makes it look like you're yeah, important. Yeah, it worked, apparently. For Sarah, she was like, no one knows what he's doing. I remember the first That's time. That's basically what I still do. I just figured it I out. I understand. I think the first time I met Sarah, she was <laughs> producing for um, the Financial Zombies videos. <laughs> we were at um, the Alhambra we film, Theater. Filming at the Alhambra, mm-hmm. and her responsibility to kind of corral people, <laughs> and it was freezing cold. It's really cold. Uh, and no one was having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds but right. But the remember was amazing. It financial was. Still funny financial zombies <laughs> is one of the classics that people still talk about. Yeah, yeah. This is the proof. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Um, so you mentioned Uncharted. Can one of you, I don't, maybe Noah, tell us a little sure. bit about what Uncharted is? And, yeah. Um, if, if you're not familiar with it, um, you can go to unchartedinternational.org, find out a little bit more, and mm-hmm. also uh, Noah Uncharted. Yeah, so Uncharted is a missions organization um, headquartered in Evansville. Um, and that kind of expression of missions um, get, shows up in different ways in different communities. So currently we work um, in Myanmar and Central Asia. Um, we're exploring some work and moving toward launching in uh, Serbia. And then we're always kind of looking at new places. But you know, depending on the location, uh, mission work looks really different. Um, so the programs and the things you can do in Myanmar, obviously you have to change for Serbia and you have to change for Central Asia. Um, but we take teams and, uh, over for short term. Um, we also hope to one day send some long-term cross-cultural workers, um, to live on the ground, to do mission work. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really cool to work for Uncharted and to see kind of how God is moving all around the world, how God uses the experiences Uncharted can offer um, to move in people's lives. Uh, you know, I know Brett's been on several trips, and I know Emily's I was been on able a trip with you this time last That's year. Very true. Yeah, we went yeah. to Serbia together mm-hmm. and Paris. So they throw that in <laughs> with Paris. all the trips people would go. It, it mm. was a, and yeah, I mean, croissants. They would. That's yeah. right. But the, the Paris um, part was really a cool opportunity to come from Belgrade where we were exploring opportunities um, to go to a context where we could actually see the mission work being done. And yep. like the experiences we had at a community center where we were doing English language conversations and being able to kind of take the theoretical, this is what it could look like and um, apply it to the practical. This is what it what people do in, in contexts like this. And so... Um, yeah, th- yeah, it was fun, but it was oh, also, yeah, it was, practical uh, yeah, I, I, I tell people that and they look at me like, Oh, you did a mission yeah, trip in Paris. In Paris. Right? Yeah. Well, the whole premise behind yeah. Uncharted has always been to go to least reach places. And, mm-hmm. um, and we were exploring uh, Paris, but, uh, for that reason though, that the, the actual exposure to the gospel itself is extremely low there. And, yep. uh, and so we only look at countries like that. So that was, uh, important to note uh, about those things. And that's why Central Asia and Myanmar. So that's kind of one of the first mm-hmm. vetting, uh, processes is, is at least reached. Mm-hmm. And so, and then it's partners with churches. So, uh, teams can go out and go to places like this and not have to come up with their own missions programs. Mm-hmm. Kind of the, 
kind of the idea around Uncharted. Uh, our apologies for our technical difficulties there. Um, the computer decided it wouldn't work, so we're going to continue on now, continuing the conversation. We talked a little bit about um, what Uncharted is, but now we want to kind of shift the conversation and talk about um, Unsettled Collective and what Unsettled Collective is and why it exists and what its purpose is. And so, Emily, I want, would love for you to tell us a little bit about what Unsettled Collective is. Unsettled Collective is really a resource of discipleship content. Um, and right now that kind of looks like devotionals and other um, like discussion questions or prompts um, in order to push people into living a brave faith or kind of stir things up when maybe they've been settled, hence the name unsettled, or complacent um, in their faith. Awesome. And the collective side, I know it sounds like uh, on your website you talk about um, artists artists being able to kind of join in and be a part of this. What's, what's that kind of look like? Yeah, so there is, you know, an artistic creative element to the stuff that we do now. There's a lot of written content, um, visuals. I think I'm going to have to, <laughs> I have to like think about things yeah. before I can say them. Sure. <laughs> so there might be like long <laughs> pauses where I'm just processing. Um, so one thing we really wanted to make happen when we created this was to make it, it's not just one person sitting mm -hmm. around kind of giving content or teaching people what to do. It's meant to be a discussion mm -hmm. and that means other voices are going to come in, um, and be heard. So the collective part really is, um, it's not just me sitting behind a computer making things, but there's a group of people. Um, there are other stories that need to be told and heard. Um, and art comes into that because I think to me, one of the things that's most important for me whenever I'm creating content for Unsettled is I never want to tell people what to do or kind of instruct them how to live, but I want to guide them and kind of put them in a place where they have to think about it for themselves and kind of learn how to discover things about faith and learn how to draw their own conclusions in a way. And I think art is really powerful way to help people do that. Um, you know, paintings and music, they don't, if some of them do, most <laughs> of them don't tell you what you're supposed to be feeling sure. or show you kind of something that is right or wrong, but they lead you to a place where you have to think about it and process it. And so I think having a really creative artistic element in the Unsettled Collective um, is a part of how we kind of see that happen. So can you can you give like an example of how that fleshes out? And if I want to go to this and I want to participate in it, what does that look like? This is an example. Yeah, well, if you just want to kind of be a part of the discussion, all of the content that we have now is being posted on Instagram. So we're on social media and that has um, devotionals and it has questions and some people can participate right there in the comments and some people do. They want to talk about it mm -hmm. um, and they want to respond that way. Um, other people kind of reach out and want to contribute. So I've been talking to some people who are writers and they want to come in and say, hey, I'd love to write a devotional or people who are photographers have contributed some of their images that we can pair with content. Hmm. Um, and then we're actually right now in the process of um, making films. So we're going to um, kind of create an artistic, um, more narrative short film, but also have films of people's stories, people who are living a brave faith or people who are struggling to live a brave faith um, and kind of use those elements as a way to continue those conversations. 
Okay. That's amazing. And, and as I'm reading on um, unsettledcollective.com, which is the website, you can find out more information there. Um, I, th- I assume you wrote this because it has your name after it says content manager. Um, says that our goal is to create bold and at times subversive discipleship con- content that will encourage people in faith while also provoking them into action. To do this, we create artistic devotional material for individuals, groups, and teams that spark discussion and challenge our perception of what Christianity is and what church should look like and who is welcome at the table, which is basically everything you just said <laughs> um, in a lot more detail. And I love that. Um, but I wanted to make sure that we got the, the website in there so people can find that information as well. And, um, you mentioned the devotionals and mentioned, um, obviously the art and some of those things on there, but, um, also on Instagram. So you say people are sparking, I mean, you're sparking conversation even just in social media posts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that kind of was the, the idea from the beginning Mm -hmm. was to create a brand, um, that lives mostly on social media that engages these kinds of conversations. Um, because social media, that's like where people are. Right. Um, and a lot of times that's where they're having the conversations anyway. Um, so we wanted to be a part of that. And as it's kind of still being creative, this is still like a new thing that we're figuring out. Um, we're kind of learning where things want to go. So we created a website that's like a more permanent, shareable home for some of the content um, that can exist in a longer form and um, is a place where we can have the films that we've made live um, and also a place where we can have... Um, like a devotional series uh, where people can go and download and use on their own or in groups um, rather than just have to follow on a social media platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, uh, I guess one question I would have is you, you've used the phrase living a brave faith and where that come from? What does that, when you say that, what does that mean? It's a great question. Mm-hmm. It is a great <laughs> question. And she's going to, she's got a pitch to the communications director. Who no, why don't we ask you that question? Well, the good thing is, She's she is the one that that manages all of the content for Unsettled Collective. <laughs> oh, okay. We've we're, we've been in um, like active discussions about that term, brave faith, and what that means. Right. Um, kind of the initial idea was what this Unsettled Collective started as um, was a pitch to kind of shake people out of that um, sort of Western kind of lazy status quo. This is fine. I'm good. Um, I've got this mentality and um encourage people to step out of that comfort zone and right. to say um you know that living that way is is fine but i want to as an expression of my faith step out a little bit farther and that can be an expression can be you know going overseas uh, on a mission trip or it can be um you know, inviting your neighbor over for dinner, or it can be, um, there's a guy who actually does it, um, just down the street from here, standing on the side of the road with a sign, like encouraging people to have a good day. I don't know if you've oh, really? seen him. Oh, he just stands out there. Day. I didn't know where he, where he is. <laughs> he kind of stands underneath the expressway right. and he has a sign and I don't know all that it says because there's a lot on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Design 101 yeah, is well, like... Yeah, most of us have seen signs on the road and yeah. they not typically have but a nice he's, day. He's yeah. standing there and he's like kind of dancing around, waving at people and his kind of whole thing is making people you know, is encouraging people that are but just it's on his, not, it's own, his, his own, own, it's his own, his own thing. He's saying go to the <laughs> no. local shoe store like a lot of, okay, <laughs> yeah, no, okay. he's just All right, well, doing his own I, thing. I, and I do, I need to look yeah. for that now. Yeah. So, and, and that was the initial kind of idea that started this. It was, 
even you threw around the idea of using Brave Faith as the name and then decided, well, let's go a different direction. And I don't know. That was a good call. Yeah. I think. And you, you both have talked, um, obviously you both work for Uncharted. Um, mm -hmm. How is Unsettled Collective part of Uncharted? Is it um, a separate organization? I think that's a question people might ask. You know, is it, um, obviously you both are doing stuff with Unsettled as well. Yeah, it's not a separate organization. Um, and right now I would say it's really, so Uncharted's kind of tagline is helping people do brave things mm -hmm. to advance God's kingdom all over the world. Um, I'm really proud that I remember that. You got the mission right statement. Right. Nailed it. Please right. tell Ben Stewart that I got we'll that. We'll send him this when it's <laughs> over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Unsettled Collective is kind of the first part of that, which is helping people do brave things. Um, so it is like the target audience is people who are Christians, probably people who may not be super active in their faith. Um, but what we want to do is fulfill Uncharted's mission of we want those people to step out and live more deeply and be able to accomplish things for the kingdom. And part of that is helping them become brave. Hmm. So do you guys have uh, either one of you have like a favorite example of kind of either the discussion or somebody presented an idea like the, the guy standing with the sign mm -hmm. that, uh, but that came through in the devotional material that people turned in? There is one guy um, we have featured uh, sometime last year, we, I got to sit down and talk to him, kind of like interview him and get some photos and post them up. He, um, is basically a mentor to young adults, uh, young men more specifically. And he just has them come live in his house and they hang out and they read the Bible and talk about it. And mm -hmm. he, um, does that for guys for a weekend or I think he says they're not allowed to stay past six months. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's like, it's not, it's he's, not he's a, probably learned a, a solution. Of yeah. too, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's not a permanent thing. It's not right. a solution to them. But he's right. like, I, um, whenever he was younger, he had uh, a mentor who really profoundly affected him. And he's like, well, there's a need for this. Like people are reaching out and they want guidance and they want help, especially young people. Um, it's like, so I can open up my home. And, um, last time I talked to him, they, the plan was when he retires, they're going to build like a farm out in <laughs> Boonville and have just dorms and people can come stay and like work at the farm and just hang out and talk. And wow. Yeah. And a great example of, you know, obviously Uncharted had, they got the idea from challenging people to go on trips and go to places mm -hmm. like, uh, Myanmar or wherever. Uh, but that's a great example of, what you're getting at just this is someone that didn't necessarily go overseas but they yeah. invite someone in their home which uh, for a lot of us that would be a brave thing to do mm -hmm. yeah i mean it can look like taking a trip to you know a country that is uh, not recommended to go to by <laughs> the united states government or it can be doing right. something in your own yeah. in your own home in your community and um both of those things for a lot of reasons can be incredibly brave mm. um so yeah. Uh, on the, on the art side, you, you said you have photographers, do, there are people who have done paintings or things that uh, they take pictures of that and send it in. You see any? Not yet. That not is, yet? that is my goal. That's Those one of my dreams. Okay. Yeah. So if you are an artist, please, you can go to unsettledcollective.com and send well, me an email. Turns to camera. Well, was, yeah, that's right. Well, some people might not have known that that was yeah. even an option or mm -hmm. I'm assuming maybe original music. You could record a song and, yeah. and there's a way to post that. And, and, um, Brett's creating so many things for you guys, right? Uh, 
know. That's right. Yeah, I may be doing this myself. <laughs> I, I, Are you interested in writing great. some I'll music I'll go under a pseudonym and write a song and send it in and... Maybe you'll never know who it was, but but uh, yeah, just when you talk about the arts, you know, where does it expand into, and is there a way to do that? Uh, because I know many artists would like to mm-hmm. contribute, but they yeah. don't know how. But you know, we we threw collective in the title on you know right. for a reason. We always saw this as something that could be a large group of people throwing into this expression, and um, I've. I kind of managed this earlier on when Emily was not around and I did not do as great of a job at it, but, um, we've always wanted different things more than just photography, but so yeah, paintings and, um, and film and, um, you know, I think both of us would love to see a day where there are even like narrative stories that are being told through, um, either writing or photography and being able to sort of drive a visual story through still images and and that would be a really cool thing to partner with people either hey i would love to take photos for you guys how can i help or here are a bunch of things that i've been working on and i think that would fit both of those would be well, well help me get real real practical in terms of how it would work mm-hmm. okay so you you post questions on the site on on the Instagram, on the generally, Instagram. yeah. Okay, okay. So you go on Instagram. Unsettled Collective. Mm-hmm. Search for that. Yeah, the Instagram it. is Unsettled Collective. So if I see the question, I want to answer it. I can answer it and post literally like post a short film on there in you response can, to that. This is my answer to your question, or this is what inspired me. Sure, you can yeah. you can answer in the comments as like a very straightforward. Hey, right. here's here's what I think about the thing you answered, or. Um, posting it on social media as a response or sending it to us and kind of saying, here's something I made and here's why I made it. And Mm -hmm. then we could pair that with content um, or just post it on its own. So there, there's a lot of kind of creative freedom that comes with creating something entirely brand new, (laughs) which is exciting and intimidating and hard, but fun. Um, And I think we're really, we're more, we know who we are. And we know more than we did last year, but we're still kind of open and Mm -hmm. excited to see what kind of happens at the end of the year or next year. And each month, each month, right, is kind of divided into a new theme or category. And that inspires all the content uh, that Emily's writing or even down to the visuals um, and the devotionals she's putting together. So they're grouped into an idea. And so the beginning of whatever month is actually a, would be a great time if you're if you're checking out the Instagram to say, oh, I think I could throw into that. That's oh, okay. a perfect okay. time mm-hmm. to do it because that's a new um, theme that's being launched. But if somebody were to sh- send us something um, at the end of the month, say I've been working on this. So love give an example of a theme that you've had in the past. Yeah, so um, like the downloadable PDFs we have on our website right now mm-hmm. are kind of uh, collections of of the content we've been posting on social media within that theme. So there's some like Begin, which is about how do you start something or move into it, God. That's the one I, I okay. read. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's like the, exploring this That's idea great. of how do you move into something God may be calling you to do when you feel like you are not equipped to do it. Um, there's another one we have about mystery, which is kind of grappling with the the unknowableness that God has with his holiness. Um, this year, 
I've been kind of working each month focused on one of the fruit of the spirit. Hmm. Um, so right now I'm working on self-control, like both <laughs> personally and with content. Say, how are you doing with that? Is that going pretty good? It's not one of my favorites pretty to good. write about. Um, <laughs> well, it's yeah. no one's favorite to read about it either, I think. That's kind of yeah. how it works. So, um, Thank you for letting us know what we should expect in terms of response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. No one wants um, your numbers actually, take a dive. The, <laughs> exactly. The, best, yeah. the, the, the most engagement we've had this year so far has been about um, patience and suffering, actually. Mm. And Interesting. kind of what do you, how do you um, endure something when there's not necessarily going to be like a light at the end of the tunnel? Or um, what do you say to somebody who is kind of going through... Yeah. That's been one of my favorite things to read through um, on social media is are the the lines that you're posting that are probably not the best things to say to somebody who's hurting. Right. And actually watching what's really cool is watching people respond to that. Not only liking the content, but saying, yeah, that's yeah, I've, I've been in those ex- situations right. or those experiences where somebody said, you'll get through it or some, you know. Yeah. Platitude that everybody says that, right. that don't really fit. Yeah. Before, before I started posting content for that month, I posted a story and asked people, like, what's something someone had said to you that was maybe good intentioned, but did not help at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and tons of people responded with different variations on like, everything happens for a reason, which is the most popular <laughs> response. Brett oh, told no. me that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. Sorry, Sarah. Uh, I meant well. Yeah. So it It was Sarah that sent that one. Yeah. So it was it's exciting to see people engage, but also really interesting that that is kind of what calls to people. So for you, Emily, I'm, I'm curious as a creative, what do you enjoy the most about doing this? Like what is fun for it for you? Because I know that there's some of that there that you love to write. But in general, like how is this something kind of feeding into what you love creatively? <laughs> I didn't send There's you that pause. question. That was, right. That's yeah, good. Process. I didn't send Take you that question. I was not briefed on this. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because as a as a creative person and a, a writer, like I consider myself like a creative writer and not necessarily a, a teaching kind of writer. Hmm. Um, I think most creative people will kind of hopefully understand me when I say like there isn't parts of it that I find fun necessarily it's good and I'm glad to do it but um creating things is really hard Mm -hmm. um so I think the the fun kind of comes in when I get to dream of what it can become and think of what I want to spend next month kind of talking Mm -hmm. about and I do really enjoy kind of taking a theme and pairing it with um visuals and kind of creating um a whole a whole look or like a complete idea of something um but it's really hard (laughs) and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of times when you're creating something when you're like I don't actually know if this is any good like I've been looking at this for so long that I can't tell anymore yeah um and you said mystery was one of your favorites yeah what about that one made it one of your favorites that was one of my favorites to write because I think it is um the thing that I respond to the most. Hmm. Um, I really appreciate <laughs> that I can't know everything there is to know because um, I, I know the limitations of my understanding and I'm really relieved that um, 
I believe in something bigger than that I can understand. Um, and I think that that just kind of fills me up in a way, like experiencing awe and feeling small um, in a good way, not mm-hmm. in kind of a, a demeaning way. That is something that I, um, in my in my personal faith, something I've, I've always, always appreciated and kind of found comfort in. Um, and so creating content around it, finding quotes that go with it and reading the verses that I've included that, um, is kind of really fulfilling for me because it was something I was really excited about and wanted to share Mm -hmm. so that other people could kind of get excited about it too. Yeah. So would you say that's kind of the vision and have you both answered this question, the vision of, of who you see utilizing this and how you see them utilizing it. I know you've said that in a lot of different ways, but like, mm-hmm. is there a grander vision of something that you'd say, man, we really hope that, you know, this content turns into this and people use it this way. It's already morphed so much from where it was in the beginning. Um, I walked into this idea uh, when I started at Uncharted. We got this grant and Ben's like, here you go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, okay. How do we do this? Um, so it's been great to watch it morph. It's been great to see us kind of do the what ifs, like what if we did this and what if we had this or, and actually to sit down and make those plans. And, and I feel like every time the, the, the audience for that changes and moves and, um, but we, I would love to see a day where the Instagram or whatever social media platform is being uh, used and utilized for discussion and that there's like healthy as much as internet discussion can be healthy discussion (laughs) about this or answers to these questions um, from a lot of people on social media and that points them to the website and people are um, using these um, these devotional pieces that we're putting together that Emily's putting together um, in their groups and teams and you know sitting at the dinner table or when they're hanging out with their friends and they're like, well, I don't, <laughs> let's just answer, so what do you guys ask this random question. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That would be a great one. That's yeah. a great icebreaker. Yeah. Um, but, but there are times though, like when I, as I'm scrolling through social media or Instagram, like something pops up and it turns into something like, I want to ask someone else about that. And I assume mm-hmm. that's probably the idea, the vision yeah. of what you're hoping is that if I see a post about like, what are some things that people have said to me that didn't mm-hmm. help? Then I sit around maybe even with my team here and like, what's well, something somebody said to you? And it just sparks a conversation based upon just an image mm-hmm. or a few words. Yeah. I kind of hope with the social media posts that they interrupt people mm-hmm. in a way, because you kind of don't really expect um, difficult questions when you're scrolling through your feed. Right. Um, and I kind of, good point. I kind of want to, depends like, on what your feed is, but I yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I kind of just want to make people stop or do a double take and kind of, um, recognize that there's a weird juxtaposition between mm-hmm. like these ideas, um, and difficult concepts mm-hmm. that are kind of like the most important thing to figure out. And then you're kind of daily, like, I'm just going to scroll through Instagram, look at pictures of my friend's dog, I guess. (laughs) Well, and it's a, it's a cool juxtaposition with what are typical like Christian quote card Instagram things that are nice and flowery and sunny and we're like posting really tough questions about suffering and, um, good in the same sort of vein of like, how do you, hopefully so looks, how do you respond to this as a Christian? It looks great. Yeah. Maybe not always sunny. 
No, that's a good. No, it's good because yeah, when, <laughs> if, you, if you bother to read your Bible occasionally, you find it's yeah. not that way either. I mean, you, yeah. you get in there and you can read some really really dark stuff, which is uh, which is uh, I think it's a dimension of our faith we leave out a lot uh, is, the, is the darker mm-hmm. things and the mysterious thing. And I love the fact that you've incorporated the art the art piece into it. That I would assume that the mystery topic, mm-hmm. especially or the suffering one, also elicited some uh, art that was moving in some ways. Um, that song that I'm going to do. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for waiting. your right. That's right. That's right. all, all bass and bass solo. 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 minute bass solo. There Perfect. you go. That's right. <laughs> we'll put it on our website. On suffering. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've had some people reach out um, and want to contribute with, with written words. And right. I think probably because that is the most obvious way that people mm-hmm. think they can contribute. Um, but I mean, my dream is that all kinds of artists and all kinds of creative people um, feel like they can belong to in a, in a communal way and participate and that, um, every type of media is important and has a strength in communication and that it should be utilized. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably my biggest takeaway as I'm, you know, still learning what Unsettled Collective is and kind of the vision and the purpose behind it, um, is that it is a, a collective and that's mm-hmm. kind of your vision for it. I think that's really exciting to think, um, of creatives being able to say, I kind of want to throw into that and throw into that conversation or be a part of it. And maybe I'm sure you're going to get things. I don't know how you're going to do that, but you know, I might write something, you guys, this is terrible. We're not going to use that Sarah. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. You know, but like, there's this whole idea still of, of putting yourself out there yeah. um, as a creative that I think most of us would say, uh, I'd say I'm a creative. Most things I create, I don't like, yeah. but then there, every once in a while there's something you're like, okay, I want to send that out. Mm-hmm. Um, or even sending it and just building, um, some confidence on that. So I think that that's something I'm really excited, just even learning and being able to share with people yeah. that is an idea for them to be able to to, to uh, be a part of. And so sending them to the website, unsettledcollective.com, there's a page there to join, uh, join the collective. And if you Sorry. are an artist, you always need to remember, Dorothy Sayers talked about, it's a process that includes the interactive piece with mm-hmm. the audience. You have to include that or you're not really being an artist. So. That's oh. what Dorothy would say. I think I've used a Dorothy mm-hmm. quote before. Yeah, yeah, you better have her. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Wow, that was yeah, good. Right. I think that's probably a good way to end right there, just on the Dorothy on a, Sayers on quote. A Dorothy Sayers <laughs> quote. There you go. Um, again, so the website is unsettledcollective.com. Um, Instagram is unsettledcollective, and you can um, join and check that out right now. Join, be a part of it, um, and, and yeah, just see the content that's coming up and being able to ask questions and be a part of the conversation. So thank you, Emily and Noah, for coming on and giving us a little information about Thanks Unsettled. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, yeah. Sarah. You guys did a great job. Thanks. <laughs> this is fun. I'm like really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Emily was nervous. She did was a great really job. She's got a lot, of, a lot of great information in there. Um, again, I apologize for the um, the little technical difficulty, but, you know, it's the first one we've had, so. You recovered nicely. Thanks. I appreciate 38 it. episodes in, you only had one. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, we had is. one other one when you were out of town and ah, we tried to, oh, okay. to video you in. Remember that? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was fun. It was one long tech <laughs> yeah. glitch. Yeah, yeah. I remember that very well. But we got it. We got yeah, it. So, um, Brett, anything to kind of close with as we, we move on through the next, uh, uh, into the, the summer? Yeah. At, at, uh, at One Life, we're, uh, the last two summers we've did the, uh, we've done the Psalms. We've been studying the Psalms and, uh, in this, and we're going to do the same again here in a couple of weeks. We're going to start and we're, we're calling it a uh, soundtrack. And, uh, but it's, it's going to be, it's going to parallel with the life of David. We're going to study the life of David and then also, um, 
because there's a few Psalms that have little titles in them. It'll say mm. when he was in the cave hiding from Saul, uh, Saul or something mm. like that. And we're going to explore those in his life, couple them with his songwriting. So it'll have an artistic piece. And I think that bass solo is going to come out during this. Yeah, <laughs> it during might this just series. you I mean, in the middle of a message. That's right. Just <laughs> going to grab the bass that's on that's stage. Right. And see how long I can do it before people start should. just wrestling and leaving or doing something. I think you know? should read a psalm while you're playing bass. I mean, it just uh, I'm turns on it. into yeah, it. That's right. yeah. um, this leads me yeah. to a question to close. I haven't done a question to close in a while, and I want to do uh, one. If you guys were picking, like, a song, that, like one of your favorite soundtrack songs, doesn't have to be your, the favorite, but one of your favorites, what would it be? Soundtrack song. Yeah, like a from song. Or just a soundtrack, soundtrack yeah. of a movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be the yeah, whole album, just like one of the songs. Is there one that, that jumps out immediately? Nobody's got one. Oh, no. This is, hmm. it's. It's a lot of Disney movies. There are a lot <laughs> oh of Disney movies, yeah. I'm going to call Madison on that one. There it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's Both right. Yeah, you have to name a Disney movie. I, I, there's a piece in, in Lord of the Rings where mm-hmm. uh, at the where they're in Rohan, and uh, I think it was right after they buried the sun, and there's this violin piece that happens during mm-hmm. that that always gets me every time. <laughs> but the whole soundtrack of that movie, I think, is is brilliant. That's yeah. probably Pretty solid choice, yeah. Well, yeah, I know for of course Emily for sure. Yeah, I feel That's that right. resonates <laughs> with me. <laughs> I think my my favorite like use of a song in in movie might be in the Royal Tenenbaums, which okay. is kind of like a mm. weird movie. Mm-hmm. They play Hey Jude, mm. and I believe it's huh. while he's like releasing his his falcon pet, and it's just like flying over <laughs> New York, and Hey Jude plays, and it's just a very beautiful moment. Mm. I huh. think I saw that years ago. I need to watch it again because yeah. I, yeah. Wes Anderson. That's, yeah, that's okay. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know if I have. I think I'm to trying mind, to huh? think of one. I, I mean, I love uh, uh, Ramin Javadi, who does the scores for like Westworld and, and Game of Thrones. The way he uses themes within his scores is just remarkable to me. So, you know, throughout an eight season series he'll have these little tags and themes that will play throughout Mm. that give you little cues as to what's kind of happening or themes that are just devoted to one character and you hear it and there's sort of a sense of nostalgia so and they're big and cinematic and beautiful and so very cool very so cool. which Disney movie did you come up with? Well, I'd, if there's a lot I could choose from, and there's probably many I will say uh, throughout the series, but the first one that always comes to my mind is Eye of the Tiger. Sorry. It's just like, <laughs> you put Eye of the Tiger, and I'm ready to go. Like, it gets That's me right. pumped you up. You mentioned soundtrack. That is the soundtrack go. song. Eye of the That's Tiger. Right. Tiger. Hard to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the One Life Church Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe. That way you'll get an alert anytime there's a new episode. If there was something that you heard that you really want other people to know, share it out on social media. You can use the hashtag OLPodcast. To ask us a question here at the podcast, you can email us at podcast at onelifechurch.org. I'm one of your co-hosts, Sarah Inman, and I produced this episode. Our music is produced by Micah Robertson and Ben Brock.